Day podcast. Today is a new day for Vol Nation, for the United Nation, for the great United States of America. Goose, it's a good day. Um, if we would have recorded this podcast last night at about 10 p.m., it would have been from on top of my roof, maybe with with uh, with burning flames, just ready to tear tear a mess down. Um, but had the day to, to accept the new coaching hire, and uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I still think I'm at least on the second-story window. Um, I'm trying so hard to be positive and look at it in the right light, but just like we hired a guy that went six and four last year at a, a mid-major conference. So Tennessee goes in the opposite direction of Jeremy Pruitt. They hire Josh, and I've my last name has just went blank. Heupel. Heupel, H-E-U-P-E-L. Learn that's, to spell it. That's how good of a coach we got. We can't remember his last name because we had not really ever thought of him before today. So we know that Tennessee, although at the press conference he was the only one offered the job, I would say Tennessee over under – struck out on at least six people yeah give me the over because i mean you heard uh danny white was saying like yeah we're not going to leak there's going to be no leaks there were leaks like we had names and flight tracking and stuff like that going on we swung and missed on everyone you know if if the rumors of having this budget of eight million dollars was true you don't go get ucf's coach if that's your budget you're swinging for the fences and if you listen to the right people on the radio, depending who you listen to people like Matt Campbell and some of the other big names that were talked about, wouldn't even come to the table. Yeah. That's what I've also heard. Um, I mean, they're just scared of the sanctions. That was the big thing I saw terrified of the sanctions. So I think we, I think we waived a pretty decent amount of money at big James Franklin. Uh, but it wasn't enough. He's probably going to get a good, a good raise out of that. Um, but I was really getting, I was really, I was on board with Franklin. I was ready to roll. And then late last night, about 10 PM, they start leaking the hypo and I panicked. I had the sick feeling in my gut. And then I walked it back. Cause you know, you know, Danny White doesn't let anything leak. Could this be the ultimate smoke screen? It, it was not. And, um, if you're a Tennessee fan, you're probably just numb to it all. Um, it does you no good to be mad, and that's normally where I'm at. Um, but you just wait and see. Hopefully they they blow some of the, the rest of the current staff out. Some of them uh, we've seen are, are already landing in the NFL. Derek Ansley's with the Chargers. Uh, Pruitt's trying to work something out. with the First it was the Jets, and now it looks like it might be the Giants. Um so now we'll probably have to blow Cheney out. Hopefully we can hang on to Steele, maybe Rodney Garner, get him over here and give Heupel some help on the defensive side. Yeah, I um, I was working late last night, so I wasn't really scrolling Twitter and the message boards too much. Um, so I saw the name pop up and thought, yeah, smoke screen, come on. There's, there's no way this is actually who we're going with. Slept in just a little bit this morning, and by the time I woke up, we had already hired him. The Twitter account had already tweeted it. Um, and I just kind of laid there in bed in a minute, just kind of like, is this the actual vault football account? Am I, am I being trolled? Am I missing something? And then, yeah, it's real. And I just, I didn't get mad. I mean, I didn't get happy. It's just kind of like, eh, well, what can I do about it? 
So well, now, I'm, now I'm looking for positives with it. Well, speaking of speaking of positivity, let's bring in Justin Gambrell with an outsider's perspective. I know he was on pins and needles thinking we were going to hire Luke Fickle. Uh, I never once was was terrified that Luke Fickle would go to to Tennessee. Okay, that's what they all say. That's what they all say. And well, Josh, and plus, was the only one we offered the job to. I mean, plus, uh, you know, the the Cincinnati connection there i'm sure vol fans were you know a little hesitant about that anyway so um but yeah it seems like you know a lot of people i've talked to are are very underwhelmed uh, about the hopple hire but you know i do think that uh as far as i i'm I, somehow i'm the voice of positivity here but uh, i do think hopple checks a lot of the boxes that tennessee fans wanted um now the obviously the record last year was not a good one um but i do think that his offense has always put up points uh and that's something that at least you know coach k has this philosophy if you're going to be bad at least you know run and gun go up and down the court and people will say hey you know what they're not very good but hey they they score a lot they're very exciting um so i do think he will put up points um, head coaching experience. He's got experience in up-tempo offenses um, in major conferences too. Um, he's got a pedigree as a, a player. Uh, I think players like to play for him. So I do think there's a lot of positives there. Uh, I, I, I think there's a point where as far as like Tennessee fans are now, and this just, this is me looking at the outside I feel like there's going to be a certain portion of the fan base you just can't win with regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and it's not like it's not well-deserved. Like at this point, Tennessee continues to make, it seems like nine times out of 10, the wrong decision. Um, and so I don't blame Tennessee fans for being a little jaded about this regardless uh, of the situation. So I, I think Hopper will do a good job. Uh, it may take him a little time. Um, but I do think he he can coach them up, and that was always, you know, as a Cincinnati fan, C- Central Florida was always their big rival, um, and that they were always competitive. Um, the The offense was always scary when we played them, so I really think that Hopwell can do a good job. Does that mean he will do a good job? I don't know, but I I think Vol fans will be. Um, pleasantly surprised as opposed to Pruitt who they got fired up about at first like oh this is one of our guys and then he ended up letting them down in the long run so again Brindle outsider looking in how tarnished and you were you were alive and a little bit probably more uh you you were old enough to probably better comprehend Tennessee winning the national championship in 98 how much has Philip Fulmer uh destroyed his um, I'm blanking again on a legacy word. reputation. His leg- yeah, his legacy. Um, as you know, basically on a downward from from hero to zero. But uh, how much how much has he damaged his legacy? Um, I mean, it really feels like he. I I, I know that Mark Clem will probably pull his hair out of this, but he it seems like he has a lot of Jerry Jones in him. Like he needs to meddle 
instead of just making a hire and stepping back uh, and letting them do their job. And I think that, like, even look at the Kevin Steele hiring. Like, that makes no sense at the time, uh, especially if you if you know you're getting rid of Pruitt. I mean, do you really want to pay a guy to come in and be a, um, you know, you're stuck with him now. He uh, obviously is the interim coach, but that guy's still sticking around on a pretty significant contract after that. So 900 grand. I just feel like Fulmer was his own worst enemy. Um, Kind of like another UT legend that is quickly, um, getting questioned as far as decision making after football and that's Peyton uh recommending guys like Adam Gase um you know just it it really seems like these guys are you know we just assume that because they had success in one role that they're going to have a success in another uh and for as good a job as I think Fulmer did and I think he was a really good coach he's been just as bad as a as an AD. Well, um, I'm gonna. I was a little guilty of this, and um, after the Shiano craziness of wanting someone with Tennessee ties, and this should just serve a lesson. Like it doesn't matter. Ties don't matter. Um, what are Nick Saban's ties to Alabama? Right. What are Dabo's ties to Clemson? That doesn't matter. Um, I was guilty of it, so I won't shame people who did that. Um, but yeah, like. He has, to my generation, like to people that weren't in kindergarten yet, when we won a natty, what's Philip Fulmer to me? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, a lot of people might not even – I mean, they probably – football players right now in college probably don't know who he is that aren't, that aren't at UT. Yeah. Like, yeah, and if you take, this, take a step back, like, who are some other programs in the 90s that were dominant that we just don't think anything of? Wasn't Colorado really good in the 90s? Yeah, Nebraska. Would you know? I mean, I know Nebraska only because they get tied to Tennessee so much. But right. think about those programs that were good in the early, you know, uh, late 80s, early 90s that just aren't even a topic of conversation anymore. And that's us. You know, it's you not know? even – and if you look back, like even when you think about the run USC had yeah, with Matt Liner, Reggie Bush, like most people don't even – think about that that much anymore and that's not even close to the amount of time passed between um that and and ut's national championship um well yeah and you could miami miami's the same way you know uh have we determined if the u is back yet i don't think they are okay what who's gonna be back sooner texas or the u texas has more money to throw at it that's true Okay, so here's your question. This ties in directly to Tennessee. Colorado won the national championship in 1990. Who was their coach? No idea. Exactly. Um, can I guess? If I get it right, do guess. I get a prize? Go ahead and guess. Uh, was it McIntyre? Let's go look because I need to find that out too. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm taking but wild, wild speculative guesses. That here. right there tells you all you need to know. Uh, McCartney, Bill McCartney. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. But, like, yeah, uh, a national championship 20-something years ago doesn't matter nowadays. And I, um, I've said it once on this podcast before at some point. Um, you'll see people on Twitter like, you younger people need to respect what Fulmer did. He ain't done anything for me. Yeah, you can't. He's you won can't. 
like since I can cognitively remember stuff, he, he won one East title. I don't remember 97. I don't remember 98. I went to the 01 Florida game in the swamp. I was six years old. I remember the Gator statue out front better than I remember the game. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like I, – and I know, like, I, I wasn't saying, like, hey, it's bad that you're hiring somebody like, a, you know, Southern Roots and stuff like that, but it seems like it's just like we need somebody who understands the tradition – and you know what i mean what tradition at this point yeah you need somebody yeah. who's going to come in and change the culture and somebody who's going to fire up a fan base and i know that you know pruitt came off as like this all shucks you know great guy and and he's going to go out there and they're going to work hard but people don't want to hear about how hard you work they want to see the results on the field just win baby well Danny White and Josh Heupel probably have a vivid memory of Tennessee being good, given, you know, that they're not 20-year-old. Um, <laughs> what's a 17-year-old recruit, 16-year-old recruit, what have they seen? Alabama. Uh, yeah. What have they seen out of Tennessee? A joke, a meme. Tennessee is a joke online. Like, they've not seen us good, you know. Um, yeah. And – you know, people go, oh, stability, stability, you know, they're crying for a lot of that stuff. Like, none of that stuff comes until you start winning some games, you know? Really? Um, I mean, look at the look at the big programs. I mean, how much stability is there, really? Like, I mean, Alabama, Clemson, yeah, but a lot of these bigger program, programs, they're losing assistance left and right, and stability is just not, yeah. even in, like, the NFL, like, stability is just not that big of a thing anymore alabama redoes their whole coaching staff every year yeah um stability does not equal winning wins equal stability you're right i think those are the words of the great john reed i heard that somewhere <laughs> um, john reed was fired up yeah he um man of the people were out there all in for gerard mayo shout out to john <laughs> reed and fan run radio yeah um I don't know, guys. Um, now, I'm not just going to be a total doom and gloom. Like, I'm going to watch. Like, this isn't the worst hire we could have made. I hate that that's the bar that we're at. Um, he throws the ball downfield. He he gets creative. Um, he, he's got an offense from the 2020s. Like, if we're going to lose, at least score some points on the way to your loss. Like, I'd rather lose – I told a lot of people this. I'd rather lose 55-48 than 55-10. Oh yeah, totally. At least agree. put the ball in the end zone. At least put the ball in the air. Like try to do, try to do something. Listen, I, I I think also the fact that he doesn't like he's not connected to any of these players. Nope. So you're going to get a an an accurate evaluation for them. You're not going to be like, oh, this guy, you know, he's great in practice, but like if they perform, then they perform. And they get to play. Uh, he's not tied up like Pruitt was with uh, JG a lot of the time. Yeah, I would love like in five, ten years, let's have one of those exposés. Or like, what? Why did he keep playing JG? There's something behind the scenes that we don't know about that kept JG in the game. He knew where the bodies were buried. I mean, I guess so. I mean, hey, go ahead and tell us now while we're already involved in all this. I just want to know. I just, I want to know so bad what it was. What did JG know? What did JG do? What was it? to stay in the game 
would Tennessee have been better off just to fire Pruitt at the very, as soon as the season was over, paying the buyout? If we'd have done that, we probably could have hired Lane Kiffin. We're going to end up paying enough buyout, search firm fees, and it's going to equal $12 million. My my biggest thing, let's like, yeah, Lane, he wanted to come here supposedly. Lane Franklin, for that matter. Without turning over any of the stones, just fired him. But the season was over. Give him his money. Go on. The coach that will forever aggravate me not even being looked at was Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze will be out of Liberty next year. Next December, he'll have another job. Because somebody, yeah, somebody will want to win. I mean, heck, who's UCF going to get? They may get one of those two. Uh, but I think UCF will go the the younger coordinator type route again. They seem like, like that, like George Corals. Oh yep. my God, he's got to get a chance sometime, Gambrell. But I just Hugh, like we didn't even try for Hugh Freeze, the most brain dead obvious candidate. I do think that them going through this entire process to essentially get him, get Pruitt canned and bring on all these uh, issues was probably the thing that actually kept Freeze out. If they would have just fired, <laughs> if they would have just fired um, Pruitt and then none of these allegations come out or anything, then you just sweep it under the rug, pay nothing can, to see yeah, here. They can probably take a shot on him. Instead, they they set themselves up for failure in that situation. I mean, we're paying former $3 million. We're paying UCF $6 million. We're Does Cheney get a – is she going to get a buyout if we let him go? Somehow. I can't imagine that Cheney sticks around. T. Martin's contract's about to expire. Uh, I don't know what his relationship is with the new staff. I read something on Twitter that there might be something there, but they might let him go. At this point, anything's on the table, it feels like. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a choice but to be, you know, he's not, like I said, he wasn't the worst possible hire we can make. So, I I mean, I'll be ready for him to play, woohoo, you know, but <sighs> – why ain't we trotting Hugh Freeze out there? Is this the right time to go through the, the Vol football schedule for next year? Sure. That, that is a positive. We have a favorable schedule next year, and we probably still go four and six. Let's uh let's go speed speed round. Just first instinct on these games. Um, and we'll we'll see what we we come out with. I'll keep tabs over here. Uh, you all don't even don't even tabulate. We're just going to go through, and I'll tell you what you all have predicted at the end okay. of it. Got all it. right. All right. So let me get things ready here. All right. Opening at home, September 4th against Bowling Green. Win. Win. Um, second game of the year, September 11th against Pitt. Loss. Loss. Wow, you all are severely overestimating Pitt. No, uh, we, we've watched Tennessee the past few years. Well, that's true. Um, week three, in-state, massive rivalry game. <laughs> Tennessee Tech travels <laughs> to, to Knoxville to take on the balls. Get the dub. I'll barely call it a win. I will take Tennessee to cover in that one. 
Uh, and then things really ramp up. You go from Tennessee Tech to traveling on the road to the Swamp at Florida on the 25th. Do we Illinois. even need to say it? Could he return to Florida? Okay, I, I, no. my favorite conspiracy no. theory is that Danny White, because he, he kept begging Florida to do a home-and-home home with him at Central Florida, now he's come to Tennessee to force them to. <laughs> Um, so we're going losses on that? Yeah. Okay, we both agree so far. All right, October 2nd, travel to Missouri to take Loss. on the Tigers. Loss. Got some negative volume going on. All right, um, October 9th, home against South Carolina. Win. Chase? Uh, give me the W. Okay. Because they look to be in awful shape just like us. October 16th in a game that I feel a lot of people will be very interested in. Uh, Tennessee hosts the Lane Train and Ole Miss. Loss, 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 loss. loss. Um, do we need to do October 23rd at Bama? Loss. Uh, let me really think about that and break down the film. Um <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's get into the more interesting part of the schedule here. Uh, some rivalry games and a really interesting date here. So November 6th at Kentucky. When? Chase Clem's favorite stadium in the SEC. Kroger Field, Kentucky. Well, no, loss. Um, November 13th, home against Georgia. Loss. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to get drilled. Uh, November 20th, you got to watch out for these smaller, smaller directional teams. South Alabama, which I'm assuming will be homecoming. Give me the dub. Yeah, it's probably a win. They're no probably. Georgia State. Um, and then finally for senior night, senior day, uh, November 27th, home against Vandy. W. Win. Okay, so tabbing this up, Goose has the Vols sitting at six. No, uh, six no. <laughs> go ahead. Six and six for Goose. Chase has the Vols at five and seven next year. Well, think about it. Three of the four bot wins. Vanderbilt might as well be a bot win, so that's four. And then South Carolina and Kentucky. I think I know you all both said a loss for Pitt, but I really think the Vols win that one. Pitt let's, is. Let's do some Pitt research. I mean, you, it's not going to make you feel very good. All right. 2020 Pitt football, not putt football, Pitt football. They went six and five, five and five in conference. That automatically makes me think, okay, they've got a pulse. They can beat us. Well, in the ACC, a pulse isn't necessarily. Um, uh, they beat Austin P. Um, so they got experience winning in the state of Tennessee. Let's go pay. Um, beat Syracuse, beat Louisville. Lost to North Carolina State, lost to Boston College, lost to Miami, lost to Notre Dame, beat Florida State. So they got experience beating 90s powerhouses. Hey, speaking of, yeah, Florida State, that's another program that we uh, forgot to mention earlier. Um, Virginia Tech, they beat Virginia Tech, lost to Clemson, and beat Georgia Tech. Um, um, I mean, I, I think that's honestly a coin flip at the most. I think Tennessee wins that one. Uh, 
um, we also know that Tennessee has a lot of experience in blowing a game that they should win and hanging around in random games that they shouldn't. Um, so I'm sure those will pop up, but I mean, if you go six and six or five and seven next year, obviously that's not going to be super exciting, but if you're scoring a lot of points, you have to feel a little bit better, right? That's, I mean, be exciting. If we're going to lose, at least make it worth watching. Like, you know, you want to, okay, let's just get down to brass tacks here. You want to bet, you want to, you want to bet the over when you're betting Tennessee football. Yeah, Josh, Ward, Josh Ward, Tennessee Vols, uh, Ole Miss Rebels over already. Go ahead and put it out there. The over for that game, no matter what it is. Yeah, I, don't care what it is. I have breaking news. Break it. Jeremy Pruitt will be joining the Giants staff. The Giants? Yes, he's gone Cousin, across the road. Cousin Natalie going to New York, baby. Joe Judge sent him a, a box of McDonald's. Sent him a happy meal. Well, imagine him in New York. Oh, it's it's going to be a disaster. But do you know who he's – okay, well, I need to do some research real quick. So, Chase, uh, hey, fill, I'm, filibuster I'm, here hey, for a minute. I'm, all right, Goose filibuster, I'm dying. I'll, I'll, I'll get back in. Okay, so are we imagining Jeremy Pruitt in, uh, in New York? Yes. What's a bagel? Well, guys, they didn't have these buildings in Hoover. I just – I guess, yeah, he can't coach in college anymore because he's about to get, like, the 10-year show cause. But what's more fitting than going to a, an awful NFL program? I needed to verify, and I am correct. Do you know who is also on the Giants staff? I don't know m- much about the New York Giants football staff. That would be one Derek Dooley. Oh, imagine the stories those two will have for each other. Derek Dooley oh, is a Lord. senior offensive assistant. Oh, Lord. I, I want a picture of those two together so bad. I mean, it will be out there. Yeah, they'll they'll talk to each other at a at a camp or something this summer. You've got you've got a staff that features uh Jason Garrett, Freddie Kitchens, Derek Dooley, and Jeremy Pruitt now. <laughs> Golly. Also, also looking at the staff, there is somebody that their job is chief of staff. Um, they, they got a presidential seal. <laughs> so shout out to that guy, whatever that job is. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's a very important uh, title there. You know, at the beginning of all this, I didn't have like hatred for Pruitt. And just like every day that passes, the matter I get at him. <laughs> I could see that. Like, I feel the I have the same unbridled hatred for Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, like, like when all this went down, like when he was terrible midway through, he was like, yeah, I hate it. Or not, I hate it. I don't hate him. I hate it. That were so bad. Like, whatever. He didn't work out. He wasn't ready to be a coach. Okay. But, yeah, the, the more this drags on, the more I just can't stand him. Yeah, we had the Tommy Tuberville moment for the, for the Bearcats where he told the fan to go to hell and get a job. <laughs> that was his uh that was the the last moment for for tommy Tuberville to be involved in uh in cincinnati athletics so am i are we, are we through talking about pruitt to the to the giants well we 
I know you uh, your connection dropped out there for a minute. We were discussing who he's going to be working with now. Do you know mm-hmm. who who's also on the giant staff? I just saw it. It's Dooley. <laughs> just it it rots itself. Josh Heupel to New York in four years. <laughs> we're a will, pipeline. will Butch Jones also be joining him? Hey, Butch Jones might. Well, he well never mind. He's he he, he hasn't started Arkansas State yet. I was. He could be in the running for the UCF job. You know, the sad thing is, I think Butch will be successful at Arkansas State. I do, too. I think he'll be able to crude it up. Because those little mid-major... See, one perception problem Butch Jones had here, he thought making a bowl game was an accomplishment, like a big accomplishment. It was a big deal to make a bowl game. At Tennessee, that should be like the floor bare minimum. But yeah. from what he's used to, a bowl game's a big deal. So yeah, get Arkansas State to six and six, and they'll love you. Yep. And he is—he is the type of energetic guy you need for that type of job. Because mm-hmm. is, is Josh Apple the best coach we've hired since former? Uh, are you? Was what about do we consider Kiffin better? Yeah, Kiffin was definitely a hotter name. I mean, was Butch better on paper? Uh, Butch, the Butch did have the uh, the kind of pedigree that I, I would think that you'd be looking for. I mean, he was a good recruiter. He was successful at Cincinnati, um, and this was this was not AAC Cincinnati. This was like we're playing legitimate teams like West Virginia, Pitt, teams like that. So, um, but yeah, I think you know. I think Butch was a good hire in theory. Uh, and then, as some people would say, a lot of kids like look good in warm-ups and then the game starts. Mm-hmm. Well, then the coaching starts for Butch. And uh, and it did not go so well. Butch Jones, chain smoker. <laughs> Is that confirmed? I think that can be confirmed from, from the younger brother. I know he's been smoking a lot of cigars the past few years. Oh. Too soon? too soon yeah, it died, whatever. too soon um so do we have any uh any other things we want to add here we have not heard about uh Hopple's staff yet um assuming the next podcast that we have we'll probably have some more information about that i know some people are wanting uh levy his offensive coordinator to come with him but we'll see how that goes um wasn't levy at old miss I think so. Yeah, he was a he was a UCF then with Ole Miss, and now we want him to come back here. Yeah, just don't expect to get anyone that you want. Yeah, that's yeah. It's time we start reverse psychology. I hate Lebby. I don't want anything to do with him. He better not come here. <laughs> we'll end up with Travis Tapp. <laughs> Stone Cold Travis Tapp. Yeah. Um. Any other uh, bows we want to tie here before we uh, we head out? Uh, again, bro, I just want to encourage everybody to shout out to the podcast. You can't watch the podcast, contrary to popular <laughs> belief. So uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we can listen to us on anywhere that podcasts are available. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to do another one of these uh, special edition coaching hires for another. I, w- I will probably do it again in four years. Guys, it's getting kind of hard to count all these new listens every single week. I mean, we're probably going to hit those Apple charts sometime soon. Yeah, we, uh, at this point, I mean. I mean, also, guys, I thought of something. I don't know how bad we're 
trying to get out of here. Um, we haven't even touched on the basketballs. We haven't touched on the basketballs or the Super Bowl. Sunday. Which, by the way, um, I may or may not have pushed a little on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus three and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line. I have a future bet on the Chiefs, so. Oh, I feel really good then. Rick Barnes is a fraud. I've got yeah, a, the, Whoa, that was out of nowhere. I'm going to leave you hanging on that note, guys. Are you Tune in Sunday. BBB. Tune in Sunday. I'm out. BBB. BBB, baby. I've never once wavered from that opinion, from that from that thought. BBB. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking uh, since we got Chase out of here and we can finally have intelligent conversation. Uh, should we roll out a Q&A episode next week? Uh, yeah, because I'm sure we'll get some stuff fired up if we're doing a Sunday episode <laughs> on the basketballs. The uh, the fans have enjoyed it. We we got a pretty good turnout last time. For I Q didn't get to night. do the Q&A last time. That I was know. the one I missed. It was, it was devastating, believe me. I had to try and steer Chase in the right direction the entire night. <laughs> well, don't worry. This this next Q&A, I will be locked and loaded. <laughs> All right, guys. We really appreciate you hopping in here and joining this week. Uh, we will talk to you next time.